Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey! Uh-huh. Hey! Uh-huh. Caroline, she's the queen of talking. Hey, what's on your mind? She's on the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch. On the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. I am so excited about this episode of Get Real. I have my friend for over 10 years, Kelly Lynn Jansen, joining me. She's married to Chris Jansen. She is such a powerhouse. She's a mom to four kids, amazing kids. They take the kids on the road. She is a manager. She manages Chris. She is a songwriter. She's had cuts with Chris and other artists. She's a publisher, has a co-venture publishing company that she runs. She does it all. I'm telling you, Kelly is a machine. She's so much fun. She's so faithful. She's got the best perspective on life. Wakes up every day just thinking life is a gift, soaking it up, living it to the fullest. I love Kelly so much. We've truly been friends for over a decade, and she's just one of my favorite people. She's so fun and so funny and so great. So get excited for this episode and prepare to be inspired because she is so inspiring. Here she is. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite people. <laughs> Kelly Lynn and you're one of my favorite people. This is the coolest thing that you're doing, by the way. Like, Aww. it's so awesome to focus on the wives and the yes. women behind these awesome artists. Yes. Um, I watched yours with Caroline. So I know. Good. Caroline Bryan is oh my amazing. God. Her Instagram is hysterical. It's so great. It's I watch everything. I'm, like, obsessed. And so... Michael and I, over Christmas, we literally just... Dug into Caroline's Instagram. The and pranks? Like, yes. So all her pranks. My husband would be so mad at me. Like, Luke Bryan is so cool. I'm like, Caroline, you're so funny. And she doesn't care. She gets every single person in her family. Oh, yeah. Like, with uh, a blow horn. Oh, with... I'm scared my mom would have a heart attack and die on me. My <laughs> husband would run chase me down. Like, oh, my what? God. He would not think it was funny, I don't think. I, I don't know. know. I'm like, how do I become like her? But then she has all these great sports that play along. And they, they kind of get annoyed. But then they like, die laughing. It's hilarious. I loved watching it. So so thanks, Caroline. That, and that kept me entertained over the holidays. It's so frantic with all the stuff going on during Christmas. So you're right. I watched it, too. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. It's pure comedy relief. But this is cool what you're doing. I love it. Well, thanks. So I've been doing the podcast a while, but I started um, on Wives this year. And actually, did I start last year? Last, at the end of last year. And I just was like, okay, this is really a sweet spot because all these artists, these men artists, are so fantastic. But the women who are beside them and helping them fuel this business, keep their lives running, are so fabulous and so interesting. I was like, who doesn't want to know about them? I do. Aww. I want to know about them. So cool. Yeah. I love that. And it has been. It's been great. Because I've been able to see the other wives. that Because we're always out on the road. We're running. Everybody's going different circles. So we don't always get to visit. Yeah. 
I mean, we're by the time someone else is getting to a festival, we're leaving or vice right. versa. I've seen you out on the road several like times. Ships in the night. Yeah, that. Just like passing by. <laughs> planes in the air. Planes Buses the- um, broken down. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because y'all do planes, trains, and automobiles. You know what? We do whatever we got to do to get to the show. But um, this year, um, we travel all the time, and we tour all the time because Chris is a live performer, and that's, um, you know, getting out to the fans. So whatever we have to do to get there, but we found that the plane is way better. It okay. just is so that we can still and have... he flies it, right? Oh, no. No, no, no. But he is Not a anymore. pilot. He did get his... Yes, he did work on that for a little while, and then things got too crazy and too busy, and yes, he like, needed his rest. Yeah, and, you can't be like playing a show yeah. and then get an airplane flying at home. Yeah, no. I, and he was only flying single engine, and I need two engines. Yes. <laughs> it's very scary. So, <laughs> no, we have great pilots, and um, they're amazing, and it just allows to have to be at home more with your children Mm -hmm. and for him to also do songwriting and for us to have some form of normal life. Um, right. Because otherwise we do, we try to get back to our bed and get out. So you're in your own bed every night. Pretty much. Unless we're playing on the West coast. So like this past week, um, we did four shows. We did Butte, Montana, um, Wyoming and we were in Cheyenne, Butte, uh, Airway Heights, Washington, and um, one more, I can't remember, Utah. Okay. And so those were pretty far apart, and we flew, and then we stayed out on the West Coast. There would have been no way to yeah. come home. Yeah. No. So if you're on the West Coast, you pretty much stay out there. So you do like a long run there. But we take back. our kids, and we just do hotels, and we yeah. experience it. And we try to, like, since we're homeschooling, I'm trying to teach them things as we go. Are so you the we, teacher? Well, no, <laughs> but I, I can at least teach them what city we're in and a few facts. I mean, I'm definitely not that. Yeah. Education is probably not one of my strong suits. Whatever but, you are like, you know how to make it happen though. But I try to teach them how to count money and like how to count change. And like we do things on the plane and, um, and how to go get have, your dreams. Like you're great at that. Absolutely. And that mm-hmm. you can do anything in this world you want to do. If you you're just put your mind to it, it's America. It's, it's such a wonderful country. We have so many opportunities and I, I think Every day that we wake up is a huge blessing, and you have the sky's the limit. Been that way, even because we're like we've known each other for what, like fourteen? A long years? time. Hey, oh. don't tell our, don't tell on us. <laughs> we like, were like we're still like eighteen. We what do you mean? We're still hanging out over at Belmont. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't even drink when we met. What are we talking about? We weren't even legal. Oh. But we, I've known you, and since long you time. were a single mom, yes, making furniture. Whatever I had to do, A and R consulting, corresponding on my TV show, doing a TV show. I mean, you have always been such a hustler, such a go-getter, such a dreamer, and you have always, even when you're a single mom doing all these jobs, making ends meet, you've always had this like incredibly optimistic attitude. You've never been like, oh, poor me, look at all this I have to handle by myself. You've always been like, no, I'm, I'm going like, to make it I happen. I want to do it. Yeah, you know. Where does that come from? Because not everyone responds to, say, situations that are maybe more, like, you know, being a single mom. Not everyone handles it the way you would have. Well, I just, I always try to look at the cup full and I have healthy children and even if I didn't have like a cool partner to raise them with or whatever and I was a single mom that's okay I have these children and they're such a blessing and every minute getting to do the things I did with them drive them to school take them get their clothes get their braces work really hard to put food on the table whatever I had to do it was like yes I'm so lucky like look at my kids like they're amazing. They're such a gift from God. And I mean, oh my gosh, Graham. And he, how old I, oh, I grew. He's, in, he's a little old. I, he's, he's your oldest. So Graham's my oldest. So and Graham. Shell. And then I have Shell. And she's in college at UT. Yeah. Those are the ones that Chris says his bonus kids. Which I love. And yeah. How but sweet is like, that? They're my life. Oh, he he's amazing. That was one of the biggest things I fell in love with him when he we just first those dated. Kids right up. He he looked at me and I was like, "Wait, let's just have fun." And he's like, "No, I love you." And I was like, "Well, wait, I have children, and those children are my life." And he was like, "Great, I love kids." <laughs> and he was like, "No problem." And um, I was like, well, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, no problem. Love that. Don't ever bring it up again. And so from that moment on, we were like in. My kids adored him. And soon after, obviously, they met him. And it wasn't too much longer after that. Chris asked them to, if he could marry me. Stop. And I had no idea. He asked Shell, and that and makes Graham. me cry. And then they that helped him tears in my eyes. pick out the ring. 
And he he tells this great story. And this was this gives me chills too every time I hear it because this is the kind of human he is just as as a human. I mean, he was just born with such a heart. And he always says, those are my bonus kids. I'm their stepdad, but I stepped into their life. They're not stepkids. They didn't step into mine. I stepped into theirs. I'm the stepdad. They're the bonus. They're like such a blessing. So he talks about that. And he wrote a song called Holding Her about all of us. But what a blessing. And going back to just waking up every day and looking at your blessings, (laughs) looking at the fact that we all woke up today. Like it may not be perfect, but we woke up and you're going to have obstacles. I mean, everything there every day, you're probably going to get hit smack dab in the face with something. I mean, there's going to be someone that doesn't like you. There's going to be someone who says something bad about you. There's going to be, um, I mean, you stump your toe or I don't know, like silly stuff. Dealing with employees, someone being upset. Well, I don't even have any, like most people are independent contractors, but you're always dealing with something. There's always going to be a bus that breaks down. There's always going to be a plane that the heat goes out. There's going to be, but Hey, we got a plane. Yeah. Look at the good side. I don't care if it's cold. I'll get an extra blanket. (laughs) Um, every day in this world we live in, there's going to be obstacles. God says that Mm -hmm. like nothing's ever perfect. It's just what, you make of it and whatever he throws at me like I'm gonna deal with it I'm gonna we all are we don't really have a choice if if we get but you don't do the woe is me thing you're never upset where did that mentality come from is it from your parents I don't have time I mean who's got time to feel sorry for themselves right like (laughs) who has time and and I tell my kids this all the time some people get so held up though on roadblocks you can't you just have to find another way to go around (laughs) and you have always done that well, I mean, it's kind of like a challenge. I remember having a coach in high school. I was a cross-country runner. And it's like, no pain, no gain. You have to put in the work. You have to never quit. And then no matter what, there's always a way around it. If, if I mean, pretty much anything in our life, there's going to be a way to get around it. And I'm not saying you're always going to get everything you want. Because I definitely probably had some dreams that... I didn't get like all the way like what I wanted, but I think I did because I've found something in me that's like, wow, what more could I have four healthy kids, a beautiful, amazing husband, you know, and that's all I really need is that is God and my kids and my husband Mm -hmm. and family and friends Mm -hmm. and these amazing fans that we meet out on the road. And then to top it, you're getting to live a life of pursuing a dream with your husband that you guys are both so invested in, which, I mean, how blessed is that? It's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. I mean, I never dreamed in a million years. This isn't what I set out to do. Because you also manage, right? Well, I'm his manager. Which is, okay, so how does that dynamic work? And I'm the one who said, okay, so here's what happened. Like, we didn't plan this at all. Like, we... um, Chris is super talented. I've said that and I'll say it again and again and again. I believe in him a lot. I saw his talent and I was just like, oh my gosh, you're so incredible. And he was going through a time where he had just gotten out of a business record deal. He um, actually, no, the record company had decided to, it went away. It It folded. Yeah, that. Good word. Honest word. It went under. (laughs) There There was no more label. Yeah. So he was just kind of stuck in the paperwork. And I was like, you're so talented you just step on any stage whether it's on a corner of a road if you pick up your guitar and perform people are going to come and watch you he's like a full body experience when he plays like every part of his body is moving and and i'm like something (laughs) no matter what whether you're stuck in a record deal that's out of business and there is no label like the fans and the people will come to see you they Mm want to see you so who are out touring and we were just doing it on our own. We had a, a great booking agent, and we were playing festivals and fairs. And and we had been saying he's going to have a record coming out, but then the label folded. Well, the fans don't understand that. No. They want to hear music. So um, he was just writing as a songwriter, having a great time. He actually had written this song, and he, he was hoping Blake Shelton or Tim McGraw or Luke Bryan would cut it. Um, Because we had just gotten his first big cut with Truck Yeah and bought our house. Oh, Truck Yeah. And who's, wait, who sang that one? Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. It was Tim McGraw's, one of his fastest moving singles. And Chris co-wrote that with the Low Cash Boys. Then they've been friends for a long time. Oh, yeah. And and at the time, we were just pregnant with our first baby. And we were like, um, it was such a blessing. Because that, as a songwriter, when those guys get cut by other artists, it 
provides an income. Yes. And that was much needed at the time. And God's timing's always perfect. It so, really is. Like right when you're like at this point, you're like, how are ends going to meet? What's going to happen? Something happens. always happens. So literally we were just trucking right along. I was working a couple day jobs, two or three actually. And, and is that when you're hosting, uh, doing like furniture, doing all everything. Yeah. Like I said, anything to make money. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like anything, all the plates. making, painting furniture, running to junk stores and buying it and refurbishing <laughs> it, antique mall like whatever, like every little bit of money adds up and it helps. And it's like, I always tell my kids this. I'm like, there's always a way to make money. There's somebody always. that will call you to work by the hour to pick up pine cones in their yard to do anything. But anyway, yeah. at the time I wasn't doing that. I was doing furniture and I had a couple gigs and it was amazing. And, um, Chris was writing songs and he wrote this song too, that I was just like blown away. So, um, we put them up on iTunes and Bobby Bones played one of them. It was one, and and was it happened it? to be Buy Me a Boat. Okay. And, and that song, that's like, a, you hear that song one time, and it's like, obviously it's been a humongous It hit. was huge. It was a big, big, big day for us. And Did it go instant it once instantly you put it instantly went to number one on iTunes. Before when he, he had a record deal or anything? Oh, yeah. We had nothing. We, yeah. We, no, we so didn't have a record like deal. that's actually Catbird's Heat for an artist, because now here's your song on iTunes, number one. You don't have a record deal. So now you kind of get to like have the record labels coming for you a little Correct. bit. Correct. So we had like how 10, nice or 12, 10 or 12 opportunities oh right there gosh. like that first week. And Is that not the greatest feeling? Like it, was, you- it was overwhelming. And honestly, at the time, we were kind of like, Oh, wow. How do you um, make a decision? We were so happy to just have a song that fans could buy on iTunes. <laughs> and things were so great. And we had no one telling us what to do or how to do it. We were just like, like, should we keep oh, it going like this? Yeah, <laughs> like this is such a blessing. But anyway, long story short, we ended up signing at Warner Brothers, or Chris ended up signing at Warner Brothers. I didn't, I don't sing. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> don't sing. But y'all are a package deal, um, or a duo. So when, when Espo signed Chris, it was amazing. Chris Lacey over there is fantastic. And the rest is history. I mean, they've had a wonderful working relationship. We're in the deal. There's a new single coming out. Life is so good. And yes, I do manage because Chris is one of those artists. He loves making the music. He's so talented at it. He loves writing it. He loves being creative. So he wrote, produced, co-produced, wrote, and um, obviously performs and tours all the music and he doesn't have time to schedule anything. So Mm -hmm. basically as a manager, I just approve things, say, yes, we'll use that picture. Yes, we'll do that show. Yes, we'll do that. So it works well because, I mean, it's basically the same thing you do um, at home keeping up with your house. Like you schedule things. You schedule the babysitters or you schedule the people to come fix the Does he weigh in on anything or does he just trust you completely? He pretty much, he trusts me completely. He, anything musically is all Chris. Yeah. But he doesn't deal with the details. But as far as the simple details yeah. or the complicated stuff. He or, wants to deal with that. Yeah, he lets, <laughs> he lets me do all that. So it works fine. It works really good, actually. And we're very, very blessed. And um, we travel a- together. We pray together. We sleep together. We do everything together. So we raise you, our kids together. How do you guys, that's a lot of together. It's so how do y'all, like, is, are y'all one of those couples that just always is, like, thriving together? Do you ever need alone time? Or, like, how do you create balance and all of you that? You know what? There's so much balance. I don't even, I mean, basically, I think, um, well, he has a couple of things he does that I am like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going. <laughs> one is hunting and being outside in the woods and hanging out with our son. Like, uh, both mm-hmm. boys, actually, Jesse and Graham, go with him hunting. And, like, that's their favorite thing. Our four-year-old loves to fish. Chris does that. That. So they have like their farm stuff they do. And then um, I run off, gosh, just five minutes to go do my nails or <laughs> whatever. So we have like our alone time that we have our own things we mm. like to do. But traditionally, he loves to sit out by the fire when we're home. And we like just being home because we're never home. Mm-hmm. So when you spend four or five nights out on the road, when you get home, you just kind of chill. And he sits out by the fire when it's not raining. We've had so much rain lately. I know. I thought we live in Seattle these days. I'm so excited just to see a little sun. (laughs) And, um, And then with kids, I mean, you know, You've got Georgia wanting a play date and um, homeschool teachers coming in and out and just a lot going on. But um, we balance really well. We we do turn off our phones and turn off the music 
and turn off the show and just kind of have quality husband wife time but it's normally at maybe midnight we're going to bed (laughs) (laughs) we crawl in the bed at the end of the day and our kids are usually in the room with us (laughs) so when you have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old they both want to be in the bedroom with you like you work so hard your entire Mm -hmm. life to get like your house like Mm -hmm. your dream home or whatever and literally They've never slept upstairs in their beds. They haven't? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're all in one room in one bed. And, you know, it's okay. Because having the older kids, it flies by so fast. What? That- oh, tell me about that. Like, what have you learned from being a parent? And kind of having, like, you had a Shell and Graham who are now in college. When I was super young. When like, you're- literally right out of high school, I had Graham. And then I had Shell. And um, I was a single mom super young. And... Then when Chris and I got married, it's like I sort of started over. So, yeah, there's um, quite a bit of age difference between the one in college, obviously, and then Georgia in um, first and second grade, and then Jesse in preschool. So so what um, have you learned from now, Shell and Graham, them being older and adults now, be able to take care of themselves? Like, I've, What have you learned about that time, how fast it I've flies? I've learned that it flies and you can't stop it, and mm-hmm. that this life we live is so precious, and that every minute of these children, when they come in with Um, the sweetest little notes from preschool and when they have that sweet innocence of Christmas and Santa Claus and when they want to wake up at four and five thirty to get up for Santa it's okay just do it because it flies so fast and when you have to send that first one off and I'll start crying just thinking about it but like when Graham left to go um, to college it was just like no, like, like, you know, you have these children their whole entire life. And then all of a sudden they're ready to fly. And I mean, I was sad, but I'll never forget. I was coming home from dropping Graham off in his dorm at college. Cause he played football and we found out I was pregnant with my next boy. Oh my gosh. So I think it, I think I was either pregnant with Jesse or George. I can't remember, but I was, no, it would have definitely had to have been Jesse, I think. So anyway, you How know, full circle that's another is that? full blessing in my life that I'm so thankful for because I'm so thankful to have fallen in love with Chris, to have gotten an opportunity to have an amazing husband and be madly in love with him and to get to experience parenting with him. And what is parenting like with Chris? And honestly, every kid is so different. <laughs> I don't even know that raising one when you're super young and then raising even more now. I think kids are also different no matter what frame of life you're in, whether you have a little money or you have no money or you're a single mom or you're working five jobs. Because you've covered the spectrum with all that. I mean, I've had it all. I've (laughs) I've done it all. And I don't even know that it's different. Each kid is so different and each kid is challenging. I mean, they're all just, they're they're into different things. They're different humans, Mm -hmm. which is such a blessing. Like it's such a, it's just an honor to be a parent. I, I can't even tell you. I feel like we're put on this earth as women. To, and I know some women aren't able to have their own. That's okay. But like to adopt, to, to just spend time as a teacher with children, like those kinds of things are so important. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you were just able. nurturing children. Absolutely. And raising them up, even if you can't be a parent yourself, mm-hmm. because there are reasons and things and some people are working and they don't have time or whatever. I think just putting back into society the virtues and the wonderful things that these children need. I could, like I said earlier, I had a coach that was so inspirational in my life. He taught me such grind and such hustle that later in life, I had to use those things. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as humans, we should definitely invest in our young people and our children, whether they're ours or our neighbors. And um, such a blessing, such a blessing. So how would you describe you and Chris's parenting style together? (laughs) What's it like? What's a typical day like on the road and then at home? I'm a lot more lenient. I'm kind of (laughs) like, yeah, whatever. I mean, anything goes like, it's fine. (laughs) Oh, she's good. Who cares? Like, you know, do um, not worry. You don't really stress, do you? Not too much. How do you not stress? Could you give it to God? I get, well, I, we start with prayer every day. We have this devotional that we've read our entire relationship. When I first met Chris, he was a super stress case about <laughs> um, his, well, he was just in a really weird musical spot 
And he had people like trying to tell him what to do and it, it didn't work because he's mm-hmm. such a he's such a unique individual, like all I humans. Think that is kind of the general consistence 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 consensus, yes. Say that, that six times fast. That's a hard word. For artists, when they're being forced into a box when they just can't be boxed in, it doesn't work. No, I don't think it works with anyone. No, you obviously. gotta be who you were meant to be. Yeah, you have to. And whether and none of that ever looks the same. Yeah. If you look at it's all because it, it's all coming from within that artist's heart and correct. who they feel they are called to be. Well, and it kind of it's even a bigger thing than just country music and looking at it saying country music artist and everybody being individuals. It's the same way in the world. God made us all so uniquely and mm-hmm. special and different. There's not one of us, just like I said about my four kids, not one of them is they have things that they're similar and same with you and I we both have blonde hair whatever we're both perky and we're both cool but I mean (laughs) so cool (laughs) so cool but I mean we're also different like we are so different so I think God made us all that way and that's the beautiful thing about the world we live in you have to embrace who you are you embrace who you are you feel confident in your own skin I've learned that from Chris he is so good at it how do you because I we've talked about this before like I struggled more with like insecurity when I was younger I didn't wake up just feeling like Oh my gosh, I've got it all together. My I think life we is- all do. I think as as girls in like say when you're in the college years or and I didn't go to college, but I mean I just jumped right out and moved to New York City and was like, <laughs> I'm gonna make it. What I'm gonna be an actress. The world is waiting on me. And you did do like some soaps. And stuff, I didn't did you? some stuff. Yeah, life was good. And then I got pregnant. And like yeah. I said, it, the rest is history. I, yeah. I, I you know I tried to do the right thing and get married and do that whole deal. And um, you, you can't ever force things like that. You just can't no. it just no. doesn't work out so it does not you you just have to sometimes in life I would say well, where were we going with this talking about how like Chris is so confident and you learned how to be so confident from oh, him yeah. too but, but like, at that age in how, our lives when we're like 19 to yeah. 25 maybe mm-hmm. we're not as secure in our own skin as girls and I just think a lot of that but has it, to it's do it's true because like you don't know who you are you're still kind of trying to figure it out like what are you good at like who who am what I what do I want to do what do I want to do What's, am I going to be re- like received well it's my work I had to well, I think we worry worth. too much about what other people think <clears throat> yes and so that that probably was something that I had to get over. And when I did think, it switch for you? I don't know. I really don't know. I know that the older you get, the more you either don't care what others think or you build some form of confidence. Honestly, quite frankly, I don't know that I even had time to care. Honestly, I tell people <laughs> that all the time. Like, you're so busy I don't have time to go sit and worry about what she thought of me. Like, I, I can barely keep up with what my kids think of me if I want to know. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like if we, there's a scripture, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yes. And I truly believe an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Mm-hmm. And if you do not keep yourself busy and, mm-hmm. and thinking of the things you have to do or the things that you need to do to get to where you're going, Mm-hmm. And and if you don't know where you're going, just go somewhere. Just give it a shot. You may not like it, but it's okay. I mean, I think you have to stay busy is the main thing. And then you don't focus on what your sorority sister thought of you or what the guy at the restaurant thought of you or if that boy didn't text you back or if you didn't get that date. Or And I think the other thing is you can never go back and learn and go, wonder what's wrong with me. You don't ever need to do that. It's not what was wrong with you. It just wasn't, it wasn't right for the moment. It wasn't yeah. right for the situation. It wasn't. And I think the biggest thing I ever that learned so from, true. from my life is you can't go looking for love. It's, you're not going to find it. If you're looking for a man. Because you and, and I were single together for a while. We went on some dates. We, like we, some did, we did some double dates. I mean, we, we looked a little bit and it never panned out. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. We gave it our best shot. Oh my God. It was the worst thing ever. But that's what I mean. You got but, it. You but tried. We had fun. I we don't even fun. think we were taking that serious. No. Yeah, no, we weren't. We, so tell me how the love finds you. Because you weren't, you got to a point where you weren't looking. And then how did When Chris I show finally up? got to a place where I said, I'm fine as a single mom. I, I've got this I've got I've got work I've got food on the table I've got healthy children got great I'm friends. so cool like yeah. this is fine I will be totally fine the rest of my life you know 
a bad relationship will make you want to just be single. Yes. And I had had plenty of those. So, cause it's worse to be in a bad relationship. And that's the thing I think you don't realize when you're young is you think, Oh, I just want to be with someone. I want someone. Correct. To, but no, being well, growing with, up in the South, you think, and I don't know, maybe it's all over the world, but where I came from in a small town in Georgia, you just, you're supposed to have a man. Like yeah. that's kind of what they tell you in society. Mm -hmm. So whatever I, you know, and, and it was never an issue. I just, I, I never picked the right one until Chris came along and I literally was not looking. I, I was totally at peace with where I was in my life, with my job, with my children, with everything. And then when he came along, I, I remember someone saying, you definitely want to be with the person who brings you up and who you're not constantly having to bring up. And so when Chris and I got together, it was like best friends and attracted to one another. Like everything on every level was just perfect. And I never had experienced that in my life. And, and you guys both have that high energy and that drive because <laughs> when he moved to town, he was like sleeping in his car to play Tootsies and he did whatever it took to get his dream done, just like you. And I feel like you guys match like that. Like y'all both have been so driven from the start and that's probably so important to each other. And it's probably why y'all work so well as a partnership. Probably, yeah. I would say he is the only human I ever met that had all of those things. Like, he was so ambitious, and he grew up with nothing. And, I mean, I won't say nothing. He grew up with a great family. But as far as materialistically, he he didn't have a lot of stuff growing up. And he knows how to... I When I met him, he was... He already had a farm and he had like all these things. And I was like, wow. So I was so impressed. And so I think what you have to find or what finds you and when you fall in love, I think the thing that's worked for us is we mutually respect each other. Mm -hmm. Like we totally, I totally have so much respect for him as a human. He doesn't drink. He is so faithful. He's so loving. His heart is so pure. He says and I believe him that he only has eyes for me God I mean he, he makes that really <laughs> clear that must be hard. he but is so devoted openly towards just, you just a is... great human and you know his dad is the same way so he I think you can look at people's parents and see a lot um Chris has wonderful parents and his dad is that guy and he he is that way with Chris's mother and I'll never forget one of the first days our first like hangout was he asked me to write a song okay and so we were trying to write and I was telling myself like you know this is gonna be a cool write and this guy's <laughs> so talented I'm so nervous to be in were his you presence. nervous oh I was nervous I, which I don't know why because you're never nervous no I mean I, I whatever <laughs> but I mean I had my little lyric book and I got so nervous I couldn't even concentrate and I remember him leaning back in this porch swing we still have the porch swing by the way and <laughs> he just looked so cool at me and he was like so what are you doing with I was t I was kind of with somebody at the time and I was like yeah I don't know I'm just hanging out like I don't believe in love it doesn't exist that's and he how was like, you had gotten to that point oh yeah and he was I was like we're just kind of friends you know I don't believe in it and he was like that is so sad my mom and dad are still married. They have love. He's like, what about your parents? I was like, oh, yeah, they're still married. They've been married a long time. They're in love. He's like, hmm. And so I thought about that. And I was like, he's so right. Like, maybe it is. And so that, I guess that first opened up my brain to think that there and to could hear be something else out there. Who believes in love so much. Correct. To and see that was probably really, like, incredible to see, like, this guy is so fiercely believing in love correct and mm -hmm. normally it was the opposite you know normally guys are yeah normally just, girls are the hopeless romantic and guys correct. are like chasing tail well, in and this relationship he always tells me because <laughs> he's always like oh my god you're the guy in the relationship like you're so like he says i don't cuddle and i don't know i i i do i have a huge heart and i guess when i fall asleep at night i don't even you're know you're just tired i'm just yeah when i hit the pillow you're out i run all day so when i hit the pillow i'm uh, cuddling is probably just not in the cards but um anyway i just i feel so lucky to have for us to have what we have cuz we do have something special and i never even knew it existed and he's a lot like my dad which is another thing i think um it's so cool cuz my dad's like super skinny my dad and Chris could not be more alike. Are I they mean, besties? Love each other. Like you'll notice he's been in all my, he's been in all of Chris's music videos. He, you know, Chris will invite him to ride with him. My husband loves to drive and go 
to hunting camps or whatever. And he'll totally take my dad with him everywhere. So they are best friends. That's important. That's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, and just life's good. And, and, you know, we were saying earlier, like when you first got here, I was running late cause I'd been on the phone, a couple little things, hiccups this morning, but you know what? In, in work, not with Chris and I, but yeah. like, I just think in life every day you're going to have those. And mm -hmm. I think Chris and I've learned that. I just think that you focus on the things that you can control and mm -hmm. you focus on the things that you can think positive thoughts about and everything else pretty much always works itself out. So, um, are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. So do you just not let yourself get too stressed about anything? No, I mean, I do. I stress a lot. I work a lot. I pray a lot. And I found out, like, they say stress is the lead cause in getting wrinkles and getting old. So I'm like, ooh, I don't need to stress. I better just go get a massage. Like, whatever you got to do. But um, I try not to stress. I, I'm sure people that work with me would say, uh, she stresses, I'm sure, because I do, um, you know, I want to take care of things. Mm -hmm. I want things to always What are you like up. as a, women, a woman in a kind of a man's world in management? Like, how do you, like, approach that scenario? Because there's not too many women managers, managers out there. Well, there's more than you think. Really? Yeah. That's and there's awesome. some great ones that I have learned from and that I do call in this. So country music is such a wonderful community and family. Mm -hmm. And there's some women out there in this town that are managers, that are leaders. I mean, Leslie over at CMT, mm -hmm. Regina Stuvie. Um, oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. There's just some great, and, and Regina's a publicist, but managers, Marion Kraft, one of my favorite people mm -hmm. on the planet, such a composed, smart woman. Carrie Edwards. Mm -hmm. I mean, she manages Luke Bryan. Such a great, I mean, I've watched her work and I'm always like, you are always so. She always has it together. Mm -hmm. And so these women are inspirational. Like I, I watch them and I'm just like, wow. And so, um, it's hard. I'm not kidding. As a woman, it's hard. But then as a wife mm -hmm. and trying to get them to take you serious, mm -hmm. it's even triple. Awful. How do you get through that? Because barrier. people want to look at you as his wife and, and they, they don't, don't want to respect seriously. you as, excuse me, but like, this is what we probably should do. Mm -hmm. Or can we work this out? Or can we, um, so I have backup plans. I have, um, 
I have a partner um, that works with me very closely, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we teamed up with Red Light Management, and they're great. And so, you know, again, I'm not complaining, though. It's perfect. I mean, and I would never not change being a woman or a wife, so and it is never what it is. you been worried about people, like, having it be a little more difficult. Like, that's never been something yeah, that's, that's, like, fine. stressed you out. I mean, I think you just have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. I think they have to realize that your best interest is the same as theirs. Mm-hmm. And that is for Chris Jansen's music and for Chris Jansen to be seen as much as possible in the world performing and doing what he does and singing his songs and being on stage. We all have the same goal. Mm -hmm. We all want to sell records. We all want to have him on every streaming and and radio station. I mean, it's just we just want to do it. Mm -hmm. We just so you know, we all have the same goal. So no matter if I'm a woman, if I'm his wife, if I'm a manager, like we're all in this together and teamwork makes the dream work. It does. And, um, my intent and everything behind everything I do is just passion for passion for what he was given and it's a gift. Mm -hmm. And so with that passion comes like persistence and long nights and lots of travel but it's so worth it. It's such a blessing. And when you hear the song and when you see the show, you're just like, yes, it's happening. We're so fortunate. Country radio has been so amazing and everything. The record label has been so amazing. So what would you say some of your top moments have been being married to Chris on this journey, even including motherhood, like the whole ride? Like what if you had to mark time by a few moments, oh what are some that have really impacted you? I know this on the spot. That's you have a lot so of hard. Like every, every moment. Um, I mean, going in a few minutes to our four-year-old's little Valentine party at school. Like, I can't even wait. Like, to see <laughs> Jesse. Is that today? Oh, it's today. It's at one fifteen, And it's just to see his little smile and this morning rushing out the door. And, and yeah, I was so tired. Did he bring all his Valentine's? Oh, yes. And we did Valentine's. Well, so last night we were out really, really, really late because all of Country Radio is in town. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And we got to see everybody. And then, you know, this morning we wake up and it's time to run. And he ha- he's like, we had to get red shirt because it's Valentine's. And I'm just so excited. I want to go um, to that. Those moments, those little moments like that are so special. Skiing the other day in Park City um, with the kids, so special. Uh, we even had our tour manager with us. And, and we didn't have time to go to classes. And we had just gotten on the mountain. We were like a circus. But I was like, <laughs> pizza, pizza. And, and Cam's looking at me going, what? And pizza means like you have to snow plow. Yeah. <laughs> so you like turn. I just remember as a kid, that's all I knew to tell them to do is like turn your skis in so you can like make a plow in the snow and you don't go is down the mountain. first time skiing? It was everyone's first time skiing, except mine and Chris. We had <laughs> skied before, but it had been a while. And so it was so fun. Just, you know what, every day just trying to find the, the things like that that are memories. Because at some point, those we're not here forever. Mm-hmm. We're not promised forever. Um, you know, a good friend of mine just lost um, their mom. And it's just like it's been eye-opening because, like, I cried with her. I, I watched that happen. And cancer's awful. Mm-hmm. It's just awful. And it, it, it takes so many of our friends and family and people away from us. And you know, I just remember my grandmother being gone and like at some point we're going to lose a lot of our loved ones. And so I try to treasure every minute, every day, my mom and dad, I have them over all the time. I'm like calling my Y'all mom twice so a day. family oriented. Like, I love it. What's up? Come over, come <laughs> hang out with me. Come pick out this outfit. Should I wear this? Come, come see me hop on the plane, go with us to the show. So I try to just, I think I've learned in life that, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not going to always have everybody. So every minute that you can spend with the people you love, you better spend it with them. And so just like those memories that you're talking about, you and I years ago, like how fun was that? Like seizing the day. precious. Yes. And every minute I can see your pretty face and your (laughs) smile. Like it's a blessing. So those times, um, I think music industry moments, uh, probably grand old Opry induction was kind of awesome. That was Definitely. Is he the youngest member of the Grand Ole Opry? He's the youngest living member of the Grand Ole Opry. What an honor. Such an honor. And and he puts so much passion. He loves the history 
of music and the history of those things. And starting out at Tootsie's, like he studied and he knew these things and he is such a Hank Jr. and Hank Sr. And he can do a Hank Sr. better than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> and and he just, Merle Haggard, we, we got to tour with Merle Haggard in his last days. And, and those moments that Chris got to like get on his bus and talk to him. And anyway, the Grand Ole Opry moment, that's Unbelievable. Like surreal for Chris that to was, grow up idolizing these people and then now being in their company. I can't even tell you. I made such a fool of myself that night. Like, I literally had no idea. And we're hard to surprise. Like, we're all into everything. But you didn't know who's getting inducted? No. We had no idea. We, we, never even fathomed it. And, and what we were doing was we had his first soul. I set up to play the Ryman during country radio seminar. Mm -hmm. So we had reserved that. Well, it sold out. So it was such a blessing. It was like, oh my gosh, he sold out a Ryman show. So we were so excited. And then Chris was like, hey, I might have some of my buddies come play with me tonight because that will be kind fun. of fun. Like he, I think he had asked like Tim McGraw and Tim was busy doing something else. And he asked Keith and Keith actually said yes. <laughs> so Keith, um, and they had just performed together, I feel like somewhere else, but they go way back. Like Chris and Keith were friends in, when Chris was just getting started. They had met and, and hung out. So anyway, Chris had texted him and he said, sure, I'll come out. Well, that's all we knew. Well, that's enough to make you nervous. Like yeah. as a manager and as a tour manager, we're like, oh my gosh, we have to make it perfect for Keith. He's going <laughs> to be here tonight. What can we put in his dressing room? We should make me have the right water. <laughs> and I remember with my tour manager doing all that. And then on top of it, Cam got the flu that day. But That's your tour manager. Yes. Yeah. And so we, we were just trying to make it all happen. We had a new stage. We had a new set. Like mm -hmm. you have to go out and get these things for the road. So we were so proud of our... Because every little milestone in your career, you're excited. And we were so excited to have this new stage. And um, I remember setting it all up that day. And there was one little light that was wrong. We were dealing with that. Long story short, all of this into the frantic day. I was still in my yoga pants. And the show started. When the show starting? Oh, yeah. The show. I, I never got time to get dressed. Like, I literally <laughs> had on probably the same thing. Like, a little Lululemon shirt and a pair of leggings. And lo and behold, if all of a sudden Keith Urban stops singing or whatever and does that presentation, and then Sally Williams from the Grand Ole Opry walks out, and my heart and everything in me just hit the floor, and I started screaming, and Chris called me out there, and I'm pretty sure I ran out there, and I said, praise Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh my gosh. And it was just one of those moments, and looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I have on? But, but you that's know pure excitement, and you're just in it. You're in the our, moment. It's our day in the life. Like, there are most days that I do not even get to go get all cute and put on <laughs> fancy clothes you because I'm, I'm too busy running around just trying to make sure the show gets off and that we get the show to start on time and that everything happens. So that day was incredible. And yeah, I would say that's probably career-wise, that day was probably one of the definitely at the very top. Mm -hmm. And and then every milestone, you know, the other night uh, we played our first arena on the Waiting on Five tour out in um, Butte, Montana. And he sold so many hard tickets and they sold out of beer. That's and amazing. I'm like, yes, like it's happening because you want to know that um, people are paying to come see your show. Yes, because when you're and on a tour with a big, like a superstar artist, they're there to see Luke Bryan Tim or Tim McGraw, McGraw or Jason Aldean, whoever, Blake Shelton. Like we've <laughs> toured with Blake. We've, you know, so when it's your tour, so when it's your you, show, yes, and when you're not playing a honky tonk, you're playing a big, huge that people buy tickets room. to come to for you. It's overwhelming, and so. You know, we'll fly in and, and drive up to the venue and just be like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's such a blessing. I can't tell you how thankful we are, like, to see people spend their money to come see his show. And, I mean, it's worth it. Don't get me wrong. But, like, <laughs> it's still a blessing to know. And that it's crazy to think, though, someone who had a little a dream as, like, a young child. And you, too. Like, all your dreams. Like, you have these dreams. And then to see them come to life. It is. It's like, what does that moment feel like? Is it surreal? Because you know you've worked hard for it. You know you've earned it. You know that, like, if anyone deserves to be there, it's you guys. But still to have it happen, like, when it's happening, it's is surreal. it surreal? It is. It is. It, you know, night after night, Cam and I, Cam, again, is the tour manager, and we'll be standing side stage and literally just hearing Chris perform some of these new songs. 
wherever they're like bawling like babies <laughs> and he'll put post up and I'll put post up and I know people probably get sick of it but truly for me every night because I do love watching him do what he does so much I mean it would be like anybody in the world married to their best friend and someone they love so much watching them do their job yeah you would be so proud I, I would be so proud of him if he was no matter what he was doing, but his just happens to be performing. And so and when I get his heart on the line every single night, and that's what I love about his songs. He puts his heart and soul into every song he writes and, and they're all real and there's every kind of them, but like just hearing him sing these songs, um, it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And he's got one is a lot to be thankful for. And he's right. I mean, just getting to sit in front of the baby grand at your own house. We got a lot to be thankful for. And I think we all do. And I think that song will relate to a lot of people because I think we just have to remind ourselves in the midst of all the crazy turmoil and a, and a mess that you watch on the news, there's always something good coming out of it. And there's something to be thankful for. I love that. So after all this, everything you've been through, your journey, just such a journey that you've had as a... A single mom now. <laughs> I told you it's a country song. <laughs> you are a country song. Now married to Chris and y'all have this thriving life and career. What do you think the point of life is? Oh my gosh. The point of life is loving everybody that you can come in contact with and definitely loving the kids that you raise and raising them right and spending time to discipline them, spending time to plant those seeds so that when I'm dead and gone, there is a legacy. There is something. I hope my daughter, daughters, Shell, I hope that she will live on to have a family and those children will be raised by her. And I hope that the legacy that my grandmother has given me and my mother has given me and the strong women in our family, I hope that they will continue to nurture and pass that down that I've passed down to my girls and my girls will pass that down to the next girls. And I just think that you just have to get all you can out of this life because it goes by so fast. That's, that's it. I mean, love and do good things for people. And no matter what you're doing, I don't care if I'm painting furniture or sitting with Chris at the Academy of Country Music in a fancy dress, hanging out with, you know, fancy people and people that are just amazing. I think the true meaning of life is to find peace and happiness within your heart mm -hmm. and never being content. Don't get me wrong. Never get comfortable. Always <laughs> strive for more because yeah. they're always, no matter what it is, squeeze that orange and get everything out of it that you can. But that could just mean more time with your children. Yeah. More time um, loving your husband. More time, because one day we are going to be sitting beside a bed with our spouse or, or someone and we're going to be losing them and they're going to be gone and those moments are gone. So you're very aware that this life is short and this Absolutely. life is precious. It is so precious. And I just think every minute doing everything you can, even if it's cleaning your house, I mean, just thank God I got one to clean. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I just so weird and I sound so cliche, but I just... I think it's important, and I just think you have to seize the moment. And I think you also have to be ready to go when it's your time to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and make sure the ones around you know how much you love them. I mean, make sure they know. because By you, telling them, by showing them, how do you, how do you like to tell people? How do you I like text, to show people? I text my, my big kids every morning. I try. Now, not every morning, but most mornings. And just say, I love you. And hope you have a great day. Um, I try to call them. I try to, um, every night, I drive them crazy because I'm <laughs> constantly like, are you home? Are you good? I love you. Is everything good? Like, good Mom, night. we're in college. We're fine. Leave me alone, mother. <laughs> but, I mean, it's important to stay in touch with them. I try to, every night, um, right there in my own bedroom, or whether it's on the floor or in our bed, hug the other ones and tell them good night and say their prayers with them. I think it's so important to build that security in our children. And I mean, just, um, just being there. Showing I up. call my mom and dad. I, every night I try to make sure they made it home safe. My mom was like, yes, we're home. So like, I'm like, <laughs> so you just keep, you just keep the Rolodex flowing. You're oh, calling yeah. them all the time. Everybody, you said earlier, you don't worry or stress, but my family would probably disagree. They're so like, your worry and stress comes from just making sure, making sure everybody loved. else is okay. I just want to make sure everybody else is okay. Mm -hmm. I just, cause you I, need your people. You love your people. I do. And a new thing that I think we all should do is make sure you eat your raw garlic. I learned, 
It's so true. Raw garlic is like the cure for everything. So my granddad years ago used to always tell me he would do like these gar, gar, um, garlic tablets. So I don't do garlic tablets. I, Chris and I were at this big event with Bass Pro and we met this wonderful man. So great. He was older and I said, wow, you're so in shape. You're so fit. What, what do you do? I, you know, I want my dad to, to do this. Like, I want my dad to stay young. Because every little girl wants her daddy to be, like, mm-hmm. the daddy that we, we know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, muscular and strong, workaholic healthy. and strong and healthy. And those are our daddies. And so I was like, I want my dad to. And, well, it happened to be Gary Player, the famous golfer. And he, um, he's like, well, I work out and, you know, it's very important to do this and this. And, and he does, he has great exercise things that you can Google. But more than that, he told me about, um, garlic. He's like, I eat raw garlic every day. And that there's something in the raw, it has to be raw, the raw garlic that will, um, kill cancer. You just throw it down? Kill cancer. I do. I I make myself like I'm trying to be a little do more healthy. Do you like do you like do that presser and like no, press it out? I just do it like I don't know. I, I do, just take just, a knife on a cutting board and I cut me a big old chunk of it and I put it in my mouth and I chew it up. How's no. your breath? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You tell me. I had to put gum <laughs> in my mouth, but it's it'll be fine. Whatever. I mean, Are you, you want me dead or alive? Like I, it kills cancer. Do you feel Do you feel better? I don't know. I haven't gotten sick. <laughs> I mean, I literally didn't get a cold, the flu, nothing. Knock on wood. This year. So I don't know. I feel like raw garlic's really good for you. And I just saw this other, I follow, um, like we said, Caroline, and I saw one of her comedian friends um, putting down garlic cloves too. So okay. there must be something to it. Okay. And I, I think somebody told me it's on the um, Cancer Society's website. Oh. Like it really does do something for fighting that. So I'm a true believer. Like I love garlic. So. <laughs> Good thing my husband loves me. So there will, there will be nights he comes to bed and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that garlic Does is he strong." Eat it too? Uh, no, he drinks a lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Opposite of garlic. Uh, you know that you asked me earlier how we like make everything work. I learned a long time ago you can't make someone else do what you want him to do. So like I let him do what he wants. Like he does the do. If he wants to do the do, he can drink all he wants. Like I can't. He drinks fix a it. lot of Mountain Dew. Right? He drinks a lot of it. It's it's it makes for a big dental bill. I will say that. But is it regular or diet? Oh no, regular. Oh, with all the sugar and everything. Oh yeah, that's but, probably but better than the diet. Is. Yeah, oh yeah, because that other stuff is not good for you, like saccharin or whatever. And all those. how many do you think he has a day? A lot. I don't know. We have a full time um, <laughs> backpack that travels around with us with cans of Mountain Dew in it because he only likes the cans. He's eccentric. I mean, my husband's weird. Like he's eccentric like that, which is cool. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like I'm. I got things I like too. I like Starbucks coffee in the morning. That's my ritual what every day. The kids hop in the car with me. We go to a Starbucks drive-through, and we get a venti bold black with non-fat milk. Because I'm trying to watch calories, whatever. You just get a bowl of black coffee with non-fat milk? Yeah, it's the cheapest thing, too. I'm really cheap. <laughs> and so um, I do that. And then the kids get cheese sticks. And they share a... Um, I get it put in two separate cups. But um, they do, like, some kind of non-caffeinated caramel frappuccino or something. So, But every morning they roll out, jump in their car seats, and the first place we go is Starbucks. <laughs> no matter what. I mean, it could be Christmas morning after we've done Santa. It could be... Um, you're going to Starbucks every day, every day. And, and on the road, if Cam and I are like on the West coast, we do too. We're, it's a journey every day. We could you do don't a reality a show around Cam and I going to Starbucks. You don't miss it. Mm-mm. We've driven hours, oh, hours what? back in the day when we used For to just ride a the black bus. coffee with non-fat milk. Yeah. And it's I not have, even exciting. And, and Starbucks, if you're listening, please <laughs> bring back that sugar plum something Danish you had during Christmas. <laughs> it was so good. Oh my God. But Actually, Kelly, you're not even getting an exciting order. <laughs> this is my deal. I don't know. I'm weird. But I does also like the coffee, banana bread. It's good, too. Does their black coffee taste better than just a regular black oh, yeah. coffee that you can make? Oh, I can't make it You can buy a Keurig and oh, get trust me, Starbucks. My mother made me. I have a Keurig. We have all that. My you guests that come, a, they can use it. But a, I go to Starbucks. A Starbucks Keurig. It just do it right it's here not in your the own same. house. Oh, I like God. leaving my house. Like I, You I, like it an outing. I like going out. I don't. One day, what if what if something happens and I'm stuck here all the time? I Look would be bored. I got to go, girl. You are 
living this life. You're squeezing the marrow out of I, it. I so love Starbucks it. is the first stop. It used to be Waffle House. I used to go. You eat were there a Waffle every day. House fanatic. Yeah. I go through like periods of time. You used to go to the Waffle House every single day. Every day. It was my routine. It's how I met like most of the music industry to get me my gig. Who even knows that people go to the Waffle House? Everybody. My girlfriend Missy and I. That's where we met. That's our, I remember being there after a music video I did. I love that you got your A and R gig from basically a Waffle House. I did. We met at the Waffle House. That's fine, and we still have meetings at the Waffle House, girl. I will always love that. Like you can take the the country out of you can take me out of South Georgia, but you can't take the country out of me. Like it just is who I am, and uh, I don't know that Waffle House is country, but it, I mean it's pretty it's pretty scattered, it's pretty smothered, southern, and covered, southern cooking for you. Yeah, I've tried to up my game a little bit and be a little more um, healthy, which is okay. why I choked down the garlic. But um, yeah, that. You gotta have Waffle House every now and then. Okay, I wanna talk to you forever, but I know you gotta go to Valentine's Day and we gotta wrap up. I like to end all my episodes with Leave Your Light. So obviously, you've dropped a lot of inspiration, but what are some things that you just, inspiration that you would like to share that you've learned over your life that you think is important for other people to know? Oh, wow. So love yourself. Love yourself so much. Love yourself and don't be scared to be you. I think would be the top thing and find every day something to go do like ha- stay busy stay busy do not be idle if if you don't have to work to make a living like I had to do then go do charity work go do something there are so many hurting people in this world and so many places to love and hug and I mean do a blessing box I just found these things it's the coolest thing I've ever seen I'm so excited about it so my mother-in-law had our kids over Christmas and there's these blessing boxes and basically they're wood boxes at a church out in rural areas and people go and put groceries in them. And so say you're a single mom, you're having a rough time and you know, who wants, you don't want anyone to go without, or you're an elderly person or you lost your job. You just go to this blessing box and open it up and pull out a box of cereal or whatever you need. And so, and then on the other hand, people who have plenty can go and stock up the blessing box. And I just think it's such a great thing and such a wonderful way to give back. So I just say, shine your light, man. God gave us all a light, no matter how big or how small, and no matter where we are, you could just be at the grocery store and, and just share a smile. Anything. Ask the girl behind the counter how she's doing. Find one sweet thing you can say about her. One. Because that might be the only sweet thing they got all day. And try not to lose your patience. Like, that's another one. Like, you know, so someone brought this to my attention one day. So what if the guy in front of you cuts you off and shoots you a bird? Mm -hmm. How do you react? Well, guess what? That person might have just had the most awful experience in their entire life. They could be leaving a funeral. They could be leaving, getting fired from a job. Mm -hmm. They could be leaving, catching their spouse with someone else. They could be going through so much. You really never know where someone's coming from. For someone to shoot off some anger like that, there's something going on. Something happened to them. Mm -hmm. Super tragic. So I just think you just have to love them and have compassion and a forgiving heart and try to not react. I just think it's... That's so true. Not reacting. Yeah. Because you have no idea what that person is. Because it's going to happen. I mean, you're going to accidentally pull out in front of somebody yeah. and they're going to get really mad at you. But, like, and I try, so you just have to sort of say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I just feel like the way we react to things in life not fueling is everything. It. Yeah. Because, like, instead of fueling it with anger because they did something, instead of having grace and love and being like, okay, you're going through something, let me actually send you some love and love on people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we say it all the time and Valentine's it's, you know, love, love, love. But I mean, putting it into action, I think is so important. And and you have to tell yourself that because we all forget like, and, and no matter who it is, it can be, um, it can be any of the people we deal with on a daily basis, the person working at Starbucks, or it can be, you know, the biggest star in the world, we're all human Mm -hmm. and we all have things inside of us that are little talking voices. Mm -hmm. And I just think you just have to remember to stay thankful, work really hard and try to love your neighbor because you don't know where he's came from. I love that. Kelly Lynn Jansen. Hope we're all going to heaven. Hey. Not today, but. Not today, but. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. This is so fun. I'm so glad you joined me. Bye. Caroline, she's a queen.
How inspiring is Kelly Lynn Jansen? She is just, she's a machine, like I said before. She does it all, and she's so excited about life and has so much joy, so optimistic. Just, I every time I'm around her, I'm like, I am so uplifted hearing her story and hearing everything that she manages. She's amazing. Uh, next week, I have Casey Williams joining me. She is the sister of Jason Aldean. She is also dating Chuck Wicks. She has so many connections to country music, and she's also a badass all in her own right. So get excited to hear her story. We'll see you next week. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.